0: Welcome to the InVibe Live Conversations podcast with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. By tuning in, you are joining a community that will inspire you to increase balance, wellness, and joy in your life. We will offer expert information and insightful conversations to help us all on our journey to live more InVibe. For more information and articles, remember to also check out our website at InvibeLife.com. That's E N V I B E L I F E dot com. We're grateful that you are here.
1: Hello, welcome to In Vibe Live Conversations with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. We're joined today by the incomparable Bob Doyle. We are so excited to have him here. Many of you may remember him from the book The Secret, the movie The Secret. His books um, that he's had out there for almost 20 years now, Bob, and now you're going into some new and exciting directions that you're teaching people about the science behind some of these principles that might seem a little more out there to some people. So tell us about all of that, where you are, what you're doing and how you're doing.
2: Well, thank you. I could go for 30 minutes nonstop with that kind of over, but (laughs) (laughs) anyway, thank you for that. Yeah. So, well, 20 years I've been, like you mentioned, The Secret, which is a, a movie about the law of attraction, which is basically a principle that discusses how things come in and out of our lives and how we may have a more proactive role in attracting those things, like being a cause for them to happen than, than we have known about. And so the movie and, and the law of attraction is a lot of, you know, getting clear on what your, what your vision is and and visualizing it and getting into the feeling of having it. Now, you may have heard about principles like vision boards or making lists, anything to sort of visualize. This is what I want. These are all tools and techniques and processes associated with the law of attraction. And, you know, it was very exciting to me for 20 years, especially when I first had my ahas around it. And, you know, because I was kind of struggling with what am I going to do with my life? I had thought I was going to be on the radio and, and do broadcasting for years. And then it didn't end up being the creative outlet I wanted. So I being impatient youth, I quit, said, fine, I'll figure out something else. And then it was just like this struggle to figure out something else. Anyway, that is all what led me to the law of attraction and this whole concept that we can create our lives by design. And through and, and being intentional about it, so there's a lot of really cool, you know, stuff associated with it. But the problem with it, after 20 years of teaching it, is there seems to be this sort of magical quality about it, and people are approaching it like, oh my god, I have this latent magical power. And look, in a way, you do. But the problem is, is that we're what I saw of 20 years of coaching and teaching and, and courses and all of it is that people were getting so fixated. On the law of attraction, like, how do I make it work? What? Why isn't it working for me? How come it works for them and not for me? And a bazillion questions related to the law of attraction. But look, that's like asking question, a bazillion questions about gravity to find out why is the glass falling? Who cares? You let go of the glass and it will fall. It takes care of itself. But when we get so fixated on the law of attraction and why isn't it working, it affects ultimately who we are being in the world, like not in our heads, not in our visions, but who we're actually being out there. The meaning we're making of things, the action we're taking and not taking, the risks we're taking or not taking all of that it, and all of those and all of those behaviors are what create your reality. So it starts with a vision, but the vision needs to move you into action that is in alignment with that vision so that the world can respond. So it's all very practical. You see, the reality is created in our brain. That's the bottom line. We are in this ocean of energy, right? The universe is all energy. We're a part of it. Our brain allows us as this human configuration of energy to interpret the rest of it and and create sights and sounds and smells and all those things our senses have, plus all those other wonderful senses that we haven't quite defined yet, but we definitely know are there, those sort of invisible things. So... But how we, so our brain has, takes in all this information from the time we're born and constructs our view of reality based on what? The input from people around us, our parents, our school teachers, our whomever. The person down the street or in another state or in another country gets a whole different set of inputs. Their brain is wired differently and they see the world in in, in a completely different way. Would you agree? Completely. Right. So... Their truth is different than our truth. So who truth, whose truth is right? Nobody's. It's all what we make up in our head. So given that our wiring rules how we be in the world, and thus the results we get, if we're not happy with how things are going in our life, it starts with our own wiring because we're not making choices. We're not taking action. We're not doing something that bring us those things. Now, we can do our law of attraction stuff all day long. And get into the vision of having it now, which is all good stuff. It's good stuff. But if it only keeps you sitting there vi- envisioning and not taking any action, it's, it's not going to work. And then you start asking questions. Why isn't it working? And then everybody gets obsessed with why isn't it working? And they go to a million seminars on the law of attraction and buy every program out there trying to find the missing link. When what they really need to be focused on is who do they want to be in this world? and who is, And how is that person going to get these things that they want? So that's the nature of my work now is identifying the wiring in your head that is keeping you stuck where you are, shining a light on it so you can make different choices so that you can get different results. Now, the law of attraction is working under all of that, but you don't have to to fixate on it.
1: So this is what, I mean, some people call the work, right? And I don't know if that's the work is a great term for it or not, but it's the way I'm hearing what you're saying is we all have underlying stuff. Right from childhood, from lineage, from our upbringing, and it's those things that might be holding us back. Where I like mean, I would say, maybe really to our worthiness, probably. And you have to go get into the places that help you realize your full worthiness. Is that what you're really getting at?
2: Well, the worthiness. See, this is another thing. You know, because people do one of their stops or their areas of resistance is they the a the feeling of not deserving. Exactly. But when you can get that this has nothing to do with that Mm -hmm. and that you as as a human, the fact that you were sprung forth from this ocean of energy, there you go. That's permission to have it all because our brain, like I said, we're designed to have desires. That's unique. We're designed. And not only can we have these desires, we can visualize them and through this visualization, through the combination of visualizing and acting we create wiring in our brain which creates our reality thus our autopilot behavior our autopilot behavior you know creates our everyday experience of reality so if we want to up level our experience of reality we have to upgrade our level uh, our our the quality of wiring
0: got it so have you found over all the years of coaching that People were doing um, the visualizing, but they weren't taking action on it.
2: Right? So that's Look, yes, what I'm hearing. Yeah, yes, they can because that's fun, right? That's fun, easy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm
2: visual- and I can just say, "Oh, and I feel it, I feel it." But if they leave their visualization session and go right back to their normal life, normal way of being, normal way of making meaning out of situations, making the same choices then right. of course, nothing is going to change. And they're going to wonder, why isn't the universe bending to my will? I did 30 minutes this morning.
0: Right, right.
2: It's, it's not, here. Here's a, here's a key thing that I would love all these people to think about. You know, we're, we learn about the law of attraction. And we start asking the universe for things, right? It's like, we're here and we can ask the universe for things. And here's how I would invite people to look at it. The universe is asking us for things. We're a product of the universe. It came first. It brings us forth and asks us to please live the life you want to live. I'm giving you everything you need. Everything you need. I want to, I, the universe, whatever, I want to experience myself through you, right? It's asking of us. And then us asking of it is like, what are you talking about? I'm giving you everything. You've got the, just go take the action, be that person, and it'll happen. But we, we, we make it so complicated and we're trying to create a future from who we are now. That isn't going to work because that who you are now isn't taking the action to create that future. So if you want to transform your life, you have to first get in your head, not all the things you want, but who do you want to be? Who do you need to be? What's the gap in your behavior today? Then then the behavior you will have when you are that person. And then what of that behavior can you start implementing right now? Not when you get all the money or when you get the it's the other way around. You must be that first. It doesn't happen like you get it. And then suddenly you've learned all the lessons that you need to learn to maintain that. Nope. You have to learn the lessons to get there, get the wiring so that it becomes autopilot behavior. And then you're truly that person but people don't want to take that journey because the the personal development uh, industry said, Hey, it's three days, seven days, 14 days, 30 days, you know, and if it's not working, there's, you're doing something wrong. You've got resistance. You've got to work on your stuff. You've got limiting beliefs. It's no wonder that people are so confused. And so like, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's just frustrated. Mm -hmm. with This law of attraction thing. And it's like, and, and, and so, and, and I, as a, as a, you know, a teacher of it, a facilitator who just kind of got it right. Like early in my life, I just like, boom, I didn't have any questions. So my whole life became about trying to explain the science of it to, to, to say, hey, look, it's a thing. It's a really a thing. It's not a magical thing. It's a thing thing. And I thought that if people just got it, like I got it, then they'd have the results. But they that's not the case. That was my case. Other people just have more questions. Yeah, but what about this? But what about this? But what about this? What about you? Yeah. That's the question. Stop with all this. It's, it's delaying the, 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 the fulfillment. And I've seen people who are, you know, they freaking love the law of attraction for the past 30 years and still haven't manifested the life they want. It's coming. It's coming. I can so feel it. Right. And I look, I don't mean to mock those people. I'm I am here to wake everybody up. I'm not anti-law of attraction. Please understand it's there. It's awesome. And I devoted 20 years of my life trying to get people to understand it the way that I did, thinking that would give them results. What gets results is a changed behavior. Because that's what gets results. And so, what drives behavior is your wiring. So, how do we change our wiring?
1: That was that's my what my work test. is
2: about now. Yeah. yeah how do that, we change that? Let's
1: like, yeah. so what is neuroplasticity and how does it apply here? What does it mean for well, us?
2: Neuroplasticity is just our brain's ability to change. Mm-hmm. And that's a given. See, that's what I love about this. We can talk, we can have months of seminars about the ins and outs of law of attraction. Now, all I have to do is have you understand that your brain can change, which is non, it's not debatable. It's basic science. When you learn new things and retain them, it's because your brain changed. So you've been changing your brain and your brain has been neuroplastic since you were born. Now, as you grow older, it's maybe not as flexible as it was from age zero to seven when you were defining your truth. And so it gets a little bit more, you feel it more. When you're going intentionally to rewire yourself by by creating different thoughts, the only the way we got wired in the first place was the same we learn the same way we learn anything: repeated, consistent information over and over and over, right? And we don't question it; it's just in there, and boom, it's our truth. So if we want to change our wiring, we have to send new information, which means that part of my work with people in this in this process of personal transformation is identifying. The autopilot behavior they have now, the wiring they have now that is stopping them, sabotaging them, having them not take action, whatever that is, and making them realize that's what the everything you're making, all the meaning you're making that stops you is not based on truth. It's based on wiring. Let's tell a different story. Let's create a different truth by giving yourself different wiring. So this is kind of what affirmations are about, right? You're you're saying something new to yourself over and over again. That's what's happening with affirmations is it's rewiring you. The problem with affirmations is there's a lot of mental resistance to them at first, right? Because you're saying, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. You know, as you're giving all these positive things. And so people give up on it. But that repetition is what eventually will win the day. But You know, we we advise using other tools like you've maybe you've heard of things like EFT, emotional freedom techniques and other things to release some negative emotions as they rise up, as you do affirmations or in any way, try to override the old wiring. Again, you're going to feel it. You can call it resistance, call it what you will. You feel it because you're going against every piece of wiring that is in you. And that's normal. What a lot of people do is they get that feeling and it goes, oh, it's this is really uncomfortable. I'm not in the flow. The universe doesn't want this for me. I'm bailing. But what you should be doing is celebrating it because hooray, you've reached the, the stage of growth. Now you're up against this. We're going to push through this and you'll grow, push through the next one and you'll grow. So you celebrate the discomfort. You celebrate all the feedback that you thought was a failure because it gives you more information to adjust. Remember to be that future version of you with all the success, there's lessons you're going to have to learn. There's things, there's life you're going to have to live. So you are grateful for it as it comes up, even though it may not feel so good in the moment. It's going to be it's going to be necessary to go through for you to be that person that's going to have the ultimate life. Now, you can decide not to go through all that and stay right where you are. And that's what a lot of people do.
1: I had a teacher coach tell me once, well, if you had figured out your whole life's work when you were 20, how boring would the rest of the time have been?
2: That's a really wise statement that young people will not get.
1: Right, right, <laughs> right.
2: I mean, I, I believe me, I. I look back, and this is the here's a testament to this whole concept of Can you really be someone else? Of course. I bet you you're you're someone totally different than you were, or maybe not totally, but in many ways different than you were ten years ago, twenty years ago. Because two years learned, ago, two yeah. years exactly. Sometimes it's six months ago. It just depends mm-hmm. on what goes on in your life and what affects your wiring. But there's certainly I can look back five years and go, What was I? thinking, right? But back then it was completely rational because you're, that was my truth. Now my wiring is different. I look back and go, why, how, how could I? That's how foreign you will occur to yourself when you successfully rewire. Now, here's the thing. Again, most of us as human beings are rewiring throughout our lives. We're changing sort of who we're being, but it's all on autopilot, right? It's the our environment is affecting how what is going to change us and but it's all still based on that core wiring you know all of the decisions we make are versions or offshoots of that they may evolve over time that's the long way and you may or may never get never get where you really want to go but you can and this is why i do what i do you can get intentional about it and make it happen faster a week? No, probably not, because we're talking about rewiring a, a lifetime of wiring. And depending on what your vision is and how much rewiring you have to do may take a while, but the journey can be fun. You're going to learn. You're going to totally meet new people, change your whole sphere of influence because you're being somebody new. You're going to bring in a whole new. It's it just well, your life will change and you will get closer to your goal as long as you don't quit. I mean, that's really the bottom line secret is don't quit. I mean, we could have said this and you know don't stop. Just keep going that every great invention on the planet took thousands and thousands of iterations. If all the inventors had approached those inventions, like we approach our own personal transformation, we'd be in a cave, you know, that here's the thing. Some things in your life must be non-negotiable if you're going to achieve them. When you were learning to walk, you fell down over and over and over again. With the adult mindset we have now, we would have given up. Many of us would have given up. And the law of attraction, people might say the universe doesn't want it for us or whatever it is they do. But reading, writing, eating, cooking, just the basic stuff that is non-negotiable in your life. You just do it. You do it as many times as you need to. You don't question it. You just do it. You take your bumps. You do it, do it, do it. And now you do it. Riding a bike, et cetera. But somehow personal development, we don't take it that way, but it's the same thing. We're still learning a new thing. In this case, instead of learning to ride a bike, we're learning to be a different way. But it still takes repetition. It takes practice. But the beauty part is we've got this brain and we can can practice whenever, all day long in our imagination. That's part of the beauty of our brain is it creates this whole imagination thing. And associated with the imagination are all the feelings. And, and, And with that feeling comes the inspiration to move us into the action that we need to take, which gets the results. So, see, it's all real practical. It all happens out here. We don't have to talk about vibration and resonance and alignment and all those things. We can to the people who get it and just are already succeeding. It's fun to talk about that stuff, but if, you're, if your success or your results are depending on understanding it, you need to stop that. Because if, if you have been studying the law of attraction for six months and you're still not getting any signs of, then you need to stop. It'll be there waiting for you when you're ready to go back to it. But what you need to study is yourself. Who do you wanna be? What impact do you wanna make? What is that passion? Stop thinking about the stuff. What impact do you want to make out there? And then when you're doing it, then, well, what will that person want? What are the exterior things that that successful person who doesn't worry about money and doesn't worry about relationship? It's all handled. What do they want? What's on their vision board? Because that's what should be on your vision board.
1: Hi, it's Amy. If you're enjoying the content you're hearing on this podcast, then Cheryl and I hope that you'll go check out our website at InVibeLife.com. On the website, you will find tons of articles, our archive podcast, links to our social media, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, all where you can find more information on curating the life you most want in order to live in vibe. We hope you'll check it out. Ooh, that's powerful. Whoo! I love that. Okay. I- So where do people start? Because I can I can just feel the people out there listening to this and saying, I want that. But I don't know. I don't know how to do it. I don't know where to start.
2: I'm going to tell you the first the first place to start is understanding your autopilot wiring. Right. Because that's when you can say, oh, I'm doing it, because if you don't if you don't learn to recognize it, then We don't think about our behavior as wiring, do we? We just just go through our life. It's just, this is the truth and this is how I respond, period. We don't think about the fact that we're pretty much running a program. So if we, and if, but if the program isn't serving us, we can identify the program when it's in action. And when we can do that, then we can kind of wake up, oh, I'm doing it. I'm reacting. I'm about to say that thing again, or I'm about to walk out of this room, or I'm about to make an excuse as to why I can't do this thing. This, now I, I see that and now I can make a conscious choice. So the way that I help people do that is we created this quiz, which is free. It takes you like a minute to go through. It's called the Transformation Personality Type Quiz. It's just this multiple choice thing that you do online and then you get one of four results at the end of that. And it's a, per, it's, a it's a personality type as it relates to taking on personal change. This is not like DISC or any of those others out there. This is a Bob Doyle created quiz. Uh, you know, personality assessment based on my 20 years. What I get from that quiz in terms of the results, what we both get is your starting point. So now I know how to help you and you know how to recognize the autopilot behavior in yourself. That's the first step. So I, so one way or the other, you need to learn that. So I would, I recommend, because it only takes a second, go to tptquiz.com and take that quiz because then you're going to understand You're going to say, oh, yeah, that is me. That is something I do. So the next time it happens, you're way more aware that it's happening. And now you can make a choice. We also at the end of you don't just tell you the type we give you. You know, there's a video that says, here's what you can do with this information. And there's a PDF. Here's what you can do with this information, you know, because it's not just like and again, there's nothing bad about it being any of these types. And and just by being these types doesn't mean you're going to sabotage your results. This is for the people who feel like they're spinning their wheels, you know, like they've tried this and that and blah, 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 and they keep running into the same stuff. That's who the quiz is for. And then that assessment can help them to take a next step and to, you know, to start defining in those moments when I act like this, how would I rather be? And then, what's going to be the outcome? What is the imagined outcome of all that? You got us to just start painting a different future because we're having conversations with ourselves all the time, subconsciously. We are fortifying our wiring all the time. If we do not intentionally and consistently, on an ongoing basis, replace that comp- that inner conversation with a better one, we're going to be at the mercy of the deeper one.
0: I love it. Mm-hmm. This is great. Did stuff. you take the quiz? I, if I did, it was a couple of weeks ago because uh-huh. I think. Um, I think I did. I've been diving into your books that you have out there lately. You know, the, pa- the, pa- uh, the power of your passion, About, of, follow your passion, find yeah, your power. follow yeah. your passion, that one I've, well, uh, I, yeah, yeah, I I've been reading those books. Um, and I hear you saying, you know, we have the old, I correct me if this is not what you're meaning. Sure. We have the old tools like affirmations and vision boards and that kind of stuff. And all of that is still good and possibly relevant, Totally, but not maybe as effective as the EFT you referred to.
2: Okay. So that's not what I mean. They they should all work together. Okay. But they all need to result in you taking action, in, in changing who you're being out there. So again, the vision board and all that old school stuff, as you said, I would still recommend that to people who are wanting to rewire themselves, but just don't look at it like this is the ma- This is where the magic happens is on this board. All I got to do is put it up there and then it just happens. Got it. Because, I, and look, sometimes, and this is what I'm saying, I'm not negating the law of attraction. Sometimes these little manifestation miracles can occur. I'm not negating that they can, but it's when people fixate on those and depending on those and like having to be the magician in it all, it's too much. Just be you. So just be you.
1: The way... I view the law of attraction or manifestation personally, this is just me, no experts, me, is it's not really the thoughts you're putting out. It's the essence of the energetics you're putting out. Like what are you emanating at your core? And so the way I hear this, all of those different things are ways to influence what you're emanating at your core.
2: Yes. See, that's that's what I'm saying is if you just do these things, all of that, Will take care of itself, and and you know that the the energy will align and all that. We we don't need to know that. We don't need to understand it. Like I said, it's cool to get it. It's cool to understand it. However, if we, (laughs) I'm gonna say, and it's fun, but unless you're not getting results with it, and then it's not fun anymore. Now it's frustrating and confusing. And how come it's working for them? And I've seen, listened to Abraham a bazillion times, and blah blah blah. I'm doing the whole thing, right? So. An EFT is a totally different thing. It, it it is a tool to help you override some of the extreme emotional re- emotional responses you have that create a whole bunch of body chemistry, which make it harder in that moment for you to make another choice. Right? Once the chemistry starts, we can know all day that we're making we're on autopilot. But it's a lot harder to override it because that's the miracle of the chemicals in our body and how it affects our brain and all of it. So this is really about. It's also about self-mastery. You're mastering your body physiology. You're mastering all sorts of things. I mean, we talk a lot in the work that I do around breathing and how powerful that is for resetting when you're in a state of upset and for rewiring in general. I mean, there's, you know, there's a, a, there's new things to learn about how to make the rewiring process uh, faster, but it's none of it's the woo-woo. None of it's the magical, none of it's this other vague technique. It's all like a science thing that you can do that has what we can point to data and say, this will happen. But mostly, it's just freaking logical. Uh, I don't spend hardly any time when I'm teaching or coaching people about here's this part of the brain and what it's doing is this and even neuroplasticity. It's like all you need to know is your brain can change. Once you get that, all you need to know is what changes it. Information, consistent, that's it. So how do we craft what new information is going to go into your brain and make sure that it goes in there more than the old stuff? is really the work I do is helping you get into the pattern of doing that and learning to do that. And, and it becomes easier. It, that's the, because just like everything else at first, it seems like, wow, I'm having to catch my thoughts all day. blah, 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 because it's a new thing, but then it just becomes your way of being and you can, and the, and you'll get there and then you'll feel that urge to grow to the next thing and grow to the next thing, because we are, this is another very important concept that people need to understand the, and that it's okay for you to want things and that you should be dreaming huge mm. is that the universe that we live in is ever expanding. It It is its nature to expand. It started with beep, and now it's expanding infinitely. We're a part of it. We're not separate from it. And we are here to expand. And if we don't expand our, who we are, we feel it. We feel depressed. We feel angry. We feel resentful. we we'll start blaming all these people about why I can't be this. this and we, it, it's the I really, truly believe it's the problem with the world is that we just don't fully express ourselves. And if we did that, if we just all did that and honored that our gifts are here for a reason, that we're here to express them, there'd be a lot more joy in the world.
1: I think even that our wants are here for a reason. Yes, because when you said that in there, I think you hit on something so important. I mean, I know that I growing up was taught it's not OK to want too much. You know, that kind of austerity mentality. Yes. And Even if you can't afford it, don't act like you can. Even if you do want it, don't act like you do. You're getting too big for your britches. You know, that sort of thing. When it's actually the opposite that's true, it's the wanting that creates the reality, not First, it's it's, you know, way. if you just
2: think about it, you can read because in the law of attraction world, we were really like this about the word "want" because mm-hmm. it has that energy around it, right? The one you're 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 basically pointing to the lack of it. Right. If you want mm-hmm. it. So, so we, you just desire, I just Desires, say desire, right. it's that mm-hmm. inner pull like this. I just want, there's this, I desire to experience this. My soul wants to experience this. Like I'll never jump in the ice and swim under the ice. I will never climb Everest. I, my soul doesn't want any of that. stuff. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but some people do, that. you know, some people do. And if they don't, if they don't live that and, and I experienced it huge, like after the secret came out and, and, you know, again, prior to The Secret or prior to getting into this industry, which was never on my radar, I wanted to entertain. I wanted to be a goofball. I wanted to do voices, radio, all that stuff. And then so when The Secret happened, especially, and I was kind of grouped with Jack Canfield and Bob Proctor and Marcy and all these people who've been in this industry and have a certain, you know, have some respect in the industry for good reason. And here's this new kid, right? And and now I felt like I had to be more like that. And so there were several years after The Secret where I just really wasn't expressing too much of my creativity or my silliness or any of that stuff. And I was really starting to feel like it was not good. Luckily, live streaming came along with the Periscope app and stuff like that. And then the broadcaster in me could come out again. And when when live streaming came and got big and I could do shows, basically, and learn how to take the broadcaster and the silly person in me and use it in my work, then it became fun again, you know, so... So it, it's all come around. So it's, it's definitely a part of who I am. It's one small part of who I am. And I mean, I think that another thing that people get caught up on is trying to figure out the one thing they're here to do or whatever. And And I think a lot of that is about money. And you need to stop all that, too. Like I do. People know me for this work, personal development, the secret, all of that stuff, what we're talking about. And that is a large part of my work. And it's a large part of who I am, but it's not the whole of it. I'm a ukulele player. I do a lot of stuff with graphics and AI. I am still a goofball. I do funny voices. I have ridiculous Instagram accounts. I mean, and and if I don't have all of that stuff, if I do not put my Facebook, my personal Facebook timeline, you would never know that I'm in this work. I mean, it's but but if but I learned that if I don't express that, then I'm unhappy. I just don't have joy in the in this. So, you know, and, and it's all about enjoying the experience of life, right? I mean, every day should be part of the journey. Every day we should be experiencing some growth. And and yeah, there's going to be the challenges, but it is all part of the process. And when we can learn to reframe that, uh, it changes everything.
1: Well, and realizing that the desires, the things that bring us joy and make us have fun, are the gifts from god or the universe or whatever your view of that higher power is and if you're denying them then it's like you're denying god in your life
2: that's if that way works for you to motivate yes it is i mean it's i i we talk about this a good bit i mean like the whole deserving issue it's like if you you if you parent a child you want the best for them you you want the best for them. And, and if you, if you look at us as children of the universe, it makes sense. Plus it's experiencing itself through us again. So it, it just logic would dictate. We're supposed to enjoy this experience. All the other stuff like is morals and weird human stuff that we've done. No, we should do the, the journey will take care of itself. We're going to have our ups and downs and, but we're here to just make the most of this experience that we can. Because as far as we know for sure, there's just the one time.
0: So one of the things that I'm I'm catching from you too, and I I got this from your book as well, is so so many people focus on, I want the money, I want the money, I want the money, because the money is what's going to make me happy. But I think what you were saying was, yeah, okay, it's not wrong to want the money or to desire that. But if you focus on what makes you happy, and creates, you know, what you desire that brings you joy, then the money will be a byproduct of that.
2: Yeah, but I don't want to be too Pollyanna about that either, because a lot of people will say that, you know, they just follow the passion, the money will follow. Well, it just really, it does depend on what, you know, how big a game you're playing and are you contributing value? Money comes because you're exchanging value for something. So you need to be playing a big game. I think that, though, if if we dare to, whatever we're passionate about, we can play a big game with it we can play it it doesn't mean we have to work 24/7 we can be strategic we can be smart about it you know there are, there are ways there are ways to follow your passion and the money take care of itself but we don't want to get into the magical thinking of, aspect of it either because i've seen too many people get frustrated with that a lot of artists who go well i'm painting all day but i'm still not making money okay what are you doing to market your art uh, market your art oh i said it right yeah, you <laughs> anyway you know there's there's a whole aspect to the whole thing so all of the, again, all of those law of attraction ideas, they, they have a place in this, but we can't, but we just don't want people to get into the, too much of the magical thinking. One of the personality types that you test for is the wizard type. And, and, um, you know, those are the people who do the vision boards, do all the ritual stuff. And, and the one area where they may not where things might be slowing down is is all those rituals aren't moving them into the action, changing the way they're being. They're waiting for the universe to change so that they can take the next step. And it just doesn't, that's that's the thinking that slows them down.
1: I think that's very powerful for people to hear. I do too. And I, I will just, my personal attestation to this is I love the woo-woo. I do. I like being in the middle of that. I didn't start to get it more till I started to read. And it was hard for me, but read about the quantum physics, read about the neuroplasticity. And then I was like, oh, okay.
2: Yeah. The that's- woo-woo is science too. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's what I keep saying however yeah. you can mm-hmm. say that to people all day long but if the but the the really woo 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 people are still stuck in the magic vibe of it which mm-hmm. if it works for you is great and it right. can I'm not saying that that won't work mm-hmm. it's when it doesn't there's a reason right it's because that mindset is stopping you from doing something out here that the universe can respond to so you can be all of those things you can have all of those things and they can help you that you know but but if they're not helping you then we can put all that on pause and get right to the behavioral changes.
1: So can someone do this work? And again, the term work loosely of rewiring their brain on their own, or are they better served to seek the help of a coach like you?
2: Well, I know this sounds like a freaking loaded question, but here's the reason why people need some sort of support from the outside. And it is that wiring. Again, you got your whole life of wiring. Okay. All those autopilot responses. And, and when you start to make a dramatic change, that discomfort is going to come up. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have somebody to keep reframing things for you, keep giving you reminders of the tools. Cause I mean, look, I give my folks the tools and you'd be amazed at how often they forget. Oh yeah, that, you know, or they block it out or whatever it is. There's a lot of reasons why people will sabotage themselves. Working with me is an everyday thing. Every day, there's something to do. It's not a ton of stuff, but it's everyday reset. So, And if you're not doing it every day throughout the day, then you're not going to rewire, plain and simple. And if you do it, if you treat your rewiring efforts like a program that you do an hour a day, you're not going to get the result. You, you, It has to be about you being that person. And that takes a lot of support. And not just from a coach. I, Our work is in community as well, because it helps to see other people who have gone down that journey, who if you recognize yourself in someone and or someone's story, there's just there's just a lot of reasons why people bail when they go solo. It's just it's, it's just a personal development industry statistic in general. And it's all comes down to wiring because you can go to the best seminar. You can have the best content, the best objectively best stuff. But if you don't re- send new ideas to your brain on a consistent basis, you're not going to change.
0: I love that. I love that you're pointing out that it's a daily thing because so much so many of us will be like, oh, I'm going to go to this three day retreat and this can be great. and It's going to change everything. And they go to the three day retreat and they feel so good. And then they come back and get back into the daily pattern that was happening before the retreat and then slowly lose all the good meat that you got at the retreat.
2: That's exactly right. The, the retreat, your brain released a lot of neurotransmitters that felt really good and gave you some motivation. Then real life happens. <clears throat> and again, you're running a pattern that you've run your whole life. And you at st- first you start, I'm going to override this. I'm going to override this. But again, that's what I'm saying. When you're on your own, it can get harder and harder as you do that. And if you don't have somebody kick you in the butt and say, hey, remember why this is important. Why is this non-negotiable? We got to keep your vision non-negotiable. Otherwise, it'll be way too easy, way too easy to go back to your uncomfortable comfort. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. It is part of it helping people even get that vision of who they want to oh, be? Oh,
2: absolutely. That's yeah. a lot of people have no clue.
1: Exactly. Right? I think so it, too. Yeah. yeah.
2: So what we do there is if you don't have a clear vision, like there's a couple of things I'll say, is there anybody out there who is doing something like you're doing that inspires you? There are certain qualities. If you can just identify any sort of behavioral differences or, or behaviors that you know you're going to need to implement, you can start implementing those. Those are that's a great way to start. And then you'll sort of define yourself as you move along. But also you can easily find the things you don't like, the, mm-hmm. the, the way of being that feels disempowering, the things you say that afterward you go. I wish I hadn't said that. So identifying those things and just working on, OK, well, what would be a better way to be? And we just work on it one thing at a time and then slowly but surely you start to allow yourself to see a bigger picture of yourself. It's right there. We're just not allowed, a lot of people just aren't allowing themselves to see it because it seems too big or impossible or they won't don't want to get their hopes up or whatever. But that also is a comfort zone and wiring thing. You know, we want you to it, it to, to dream huge, 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 like unnecessarily huge. So that the thing that you really would love feels very comfortable to you and not so huge. I
0: love it. I do mean, let's go. <laughs> I'm like, sign me up. Yeah, so this is great. We're gonna send people to that quiz great. that you referred. Can you hit repeat that website for us again? Or that yeah.
2: it's tptquiz.com for transformation personality type quiz.
1: And how can people find you?
2: Well, I'm lurking back there somewhere, but also meetbobdoyle.com is kind of my meet it's very self-explanatory. Yes,
1: yes. <laughs> right, right, right. And we will have all that linked in the show notes, but some people like to hear it as well. So right. Wow, this was great and a ton of information
0: and I can't wait personally to start making some changes (laughs) and hopefully um, daily changes.
1: (laughs) Me too, I was inspired.
0: Right, right, this is good. Um, Thank you so much for coming on today and giving us all this information. I, I hope that we get to do this again with you and maybe as things go and evolve and we can come in and tell you what's changed in our lives with the work. So this is awesome. Perfect.
2: Yeah, well, it is my pleasure. pleasure. My yeah.
1: pleasure. All right. Well, thank, thank you. you.
2: Thank you.
0: Thank you for joining our conversation today. For more information or to learn more about InVibe Life, we hope you'll visit us at www.invibelife.com. You can find links and show notes for this episode on our podcast page. Please like, follow, and leave a review for our podcast. We hope that you will listen again soon.